0: Welcome to Reinventing Professionals, a podcast hosted by industry analyst Ari Kaplan, which shares ideas, guidance, and perspectives from market leaders shaping the next generation of legal and professional services. This is Ari Kaplan, and I'm speaking today with Bill Bice, the CEO of NQ ZebraWorks, the developer of the Q's workflow engine, which law firms around the world have deployed. Hi, Bill. How are you?
1: Hey, all right. It's great to be with you.
0: It is great to speak with you, and I'm looking forward to this conversation. Tell us about your background and the genesis of NQ ZebraWorks.
1: Well, it feels like I've spent my life in legal tech, started my first company when I was 18. That was ProLaw Software. Sold that to Thomson, developed the, the WestKM division of Thomson, built another company called Exemplify, and sold that to Bloomberg. And started Zebraworks to come back into legal tech after building a couple of companies uh, outside of legal. And the way we get to NQ Zebraworks is we did a merger in August of 2020, taking a well established legal tech company in queue with our new startup. And so we went from six people to 60 overnight. And it was just, it was a great way for us to get a lot more depth and bandwidth behind what we wanted to accomplish.
0: How has the pandemic impacted how law firms approach their workflows?
1: Yeah, and obviously it's had a huge impact. We have two very different stages. First, going remote overnight, when it's sort of like, okay, for whatever it took in order to make that work. Coming back to the office has actually been a lot more challenging. And suddenly there's a lot more focus on... The process and the security and the long-term impacts and this new reality that that we're living in of of hybrid operations, I think there's been some real positives to that because it's it's caused firms to have to reevaluate what they're doing, how how their workflows operate, find ways to be uh, to be more efficient. Do you
0: expect a hybrid operations model to be a long-term change in law firms?
1: I certainly think it's going to be at some level. I mean, there's a really big difference between the size of firms. Essentially, almost every large firm is running hybrid today. A lot of mid-sized firms, they went remote for a month or two, came back to the office and so sort of effectively been back to the office full time. But I talked to a lot of mid-sized firms that have adopted the hybrid model also, and their attorneys and staff, that's, that's what they want. So it's, it's a really interesting conflict, right? Because you have the senior management of firms that as a general statement would prefer everybody to be back in the office, but then you have a lot of partners and the associates as a whole and the staff that would much prefer the hybrid model. So I think over time, we're going to see some drift to two different ends of the spectrum and people sort of naturally assorting, but that's going to end up with still a lot of firms in the hybrid model.
0: What are the natural challenges and opportunities associated with hybrid operations,
1: The last two years have been the most profitable the law firms have had in the entire history of the legal industry. So it obviously proves that this model works and it's effective. It's one thing to do it for two years and think of it as a temporary thing. It's another thing for it to be the long-term way that you operate. And so how issues that we've tackled, that seems really simple, which is just how do you deliver the mail? That suddenly becomes a big issue when you don't know where somebody's going to be at on a given day. It has really forced firms to take their digitalization efforts seriously, so digital transformation, which has been you know been a big deal in legal tech for a long time, suddenly comes to the forefront because you you know you can't work from anywhere on on a piece of paper that's in one place. I think that's one of the real silver silver linings of the pandemic because it's shown that it's worked. It's exposed a lot of senior attorneys and firms to technology in a way that uh, previously just hasn't happened, and so I think there's a Deeper appreciation for the value of technology in law firms, and I think all of that translates into a a big jump forward for the use of technology in firms that that just wouldn't have happened without this outside force.
0: How has ZebraWorks expanded its portfolio during this period?
1: We found ourselves in actually a pretty fortunate position because we had launched Cues in 2018. It turned out to be the perfect technology to have to apply to workflows, first for going remote and and, and now hybrid. So we just kind of lucked out in that regard. And so in the pandemic hit, we just started immediately applying that to, well, how are we going to deal with things like digital mailroom? How are we going to deal with scanning and printing workflows when we have this distributed workforce? And so that's turned into something that's really positive for us. Those challenges have been more significant now that firms have come back into the office and have hybrid operations. And so it's been crazy good as things have, have reopened.
0: What can legal technology companies do to facilitate broader adoption of their products?
1: We often talk about the cultural issues and things that you have to tackle inside of firms. But I think there's a tremendous amount that legal tech vendors can and should be doing in order to make it easier to get broader adoption of, of their products. And if, if you spend, we all work with consumer products. And then we turn around and use legal technology inside the firms that makes you feel like you've stepped back 20 or 30 years sometimes. And so I think that, that that's one of the big issues, which is the user experience. And there just has not been a large enough investment in the user experience of legal tech products. And then the, the second one is is just the, the lack of integration. So particularly if you, I mean, if you walk into a firm that has eight, nine, 10 different systems that you need to use as, a, as an attorney or a staff in order to be able to access all of the, the key information and all of the processes and workflows to do your job, that, that's honestly kind of ridiculous. And what we need is the, the glue to tie all of those pieces together. And it's so custom firm to firm, there's a tremendous amount that uh, that we as, as legal tech vendors can do on both of those fronts to make it so much easier to drive deeper adoption with within firms.
0: How do you see legal tech evolving?
1: Well, I'm really excited about the response that we get from firms today because there is a lot more focus on... Legal tech, I think there's a bit of a trade-off going on right now because the second largest item on the PL for every law firm is their office space. A lot of firms are cutting back and choosing to make different choices with that. You know, some firms that got really lucky in terms of when their leases happened to be up. And some of that is getting reallocated into technology because that's, you know, that's what kept firms going and made it possible to have these two years of enormous profitability. So I think that focus creates a a tremendous amount of opportunity for law firms in the longer term picture. You know, we we operate in an industry that has sometimes made decisions. And in fact, we saw it at the start of the pandemic, right? We we all thought that, that there could be a significant slowdown, firms cut back. And that actually was very harmful in what turned into be one of the biggest growth periods for for legal that, that we have seen. So if we can learn from that and start to do longer range planning around what technology can do for law firms and for their relationships with their corporate clients, I think there's a lot we can gain from this whole experience of the of the last two years.
0: This is Ari Kaplan speaking with Bill Bice, the CEO of NQ ZebraWorks the developer of the Q's workflow engine, which law firms around the world have deployed. Bill, thanks so very much.
1: Thanks, Harry. It's been fun.
0: Thank you for listening to the Reinventing Professionals podcast. Visit ReinventingProfessionals.com or AriKaplanAdvisors.com to learn more.